Hello and welcome to the Dark Passenger Podcast. This will be super brief, but I thought it was important to kind of give a, a thank you. I was looking at analytics for my podcast and the Jesse Nelson episode is now my highest rated episode that I've done. And I find that mind blowing for a plethora of reasons It's also the one that I got the most feedback on, a positive feedback for even talking about it. I I find it remarkable for a plethora of reasons because I was very upfront with with, uh, saying I did not know much about her. They, um, she and Little Mix, uh, all I know about them was that they were on X Factor. I watched them on X Factor, but I didn't know them um, and I wasn't, necessarily a fan of their music. I know they're, they're big songs, but that's it. Um, and I had just at that point, I had only read a few articles and I just felt compelled to talk about it because I've made comments in the past where I feel like some celebrities can sometimes make a mockery of mental illness and she is not one of them. I think, uh, She's taken an excellent approach in sharing her story and what she's been dealing with. And since then, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm I'm some expert now, but I have had the chance to watch more interviews. And also, um, I discovered there actually was a documentary she did called Odd One Out. And it was shown on the BBC channel and I think it can also be found online as well um and so I'm going to try to find it I had looked through some comments and someone suggested that I could um use the BBC one player or some kind of app that the channel has so I might check that out And um, just to get a better picture, because I've now watched several interviews that she's done personally, and it made me want to know more. And especially, um, it's it's even more awesome uh, based on the feedback that I'm getting as well. So I get to engage with some of my listeners, which is even more awesome. And so I say that to say that In the interviews that I've watched so far, there were a few things that definitely stood out to me. You could see how empowering this has made her and how much stronger uh, she's become. And also, I like that she doesn't hold back about the darkness. This podcast has taken I'm still not at you know if you were to say a zero to a ten I'm probably at a five in my comfort level in sharing deeply I think that's that's one of the barriers that I have and I feel like it's a it's one of those things that I'm working to overcome I still have that reservation about can I really be that um direct with people? Can I really, really share the real with people? What would they think or what would happen? I'm still at that point. And she is 
not at that point. She's past that point. And she shared some very personal things, um, especially how it impacted her eating habits and starving herself because of the comments she received and how different her life was once being in the public eye. And I haven't learned enough to know how her life was before X Factor uh, as far as how she saw herself and what how things were like at home. And I'm hoping the documentary kind of explores that a little bit more. But nonetheless, by all accounts, her she made it clear that winning X Factor was the was the key factor in her depression. And the reason I word it that way is there's some in some cases fame or money or uh, promotion, they simply exacerbate what you're already dealing with. But in this case, at least from what I've read so far, that wasn't the case that she felt, you know, give or take any, you know, kind of teenage angst that we all have and go through in adolescence. For the most part, she was okay with who she was and what she saw in the mirror. And it was the sudden fame that comes with being on a music competition show that triggered that mental illness. And I think, um, I think that is important to highlight because we all struggle with it differently. Some of us have short moments of, of mental episodes and, Hey, I was down because of this or and then we move on from it or something triggers it like in Jesse's case and she had to work to overcome it. And so I'm excited to learn more about her story and feel free to continue to reach out. I'll start um on my episodes I'll start uh, posting my um social media handles. And that's just if you want to reach me or if you want to uh, leave more comments or anything like that. So I'll be more vocal with that on each episode moving forward. But as always, I want to thank you guys for listening. This has been a wonderful experience. And um, kudos to Jesse for setting the right example for, for kids that are younger than her who, like she said, and it's weird to think of this, like she said, a lot of them don't know a world any different. That's always been the case. Social media trolls or um, haters online, they've literally been raised in that environment. They don't know of a world where social media was not a thing. And so I... I think we're moving and shifting in the right direction in terms of social media etiquette. Every generation has that thing. They have that that um thing that young people are into or their version of millennials are into. And at some point, there's a level of etiquette that grows. I, for one, I can remember cell phones being a big thing when I was a teenager. Um, 
and social media etiquette, social media wasn't even a thing at that point, but cell phone etiquette hadn't been discovered yet. And it was very common for people to hold full-blown conversations with the speakerphone on or have their ringtone blaring. And at some point, I, I think it's not to say no one does it anymore, but there was this idea that that was unprofessional or that was distasteful. Put your phone on silent or do this or do that. So the same is the case with social media. And I think she, whether she knows it or not, she is changing lives in a variety of different ways. She's changing lives because from a mental illness standpoint and being open to talk about it and making it less taboo, there will be someone out there that will get the help that they need in the way that they need it just because she did, just because she's talking about it. I think sometimes we like to, um, I don't know, diminish we like to diminish the impact that celebrities and public figures have. And we try to, oh, you know, you shouldn't idolize them. They're, you know, but they, they do influence, especially um, younger people. And if they see Jesse talking about um, issues with, with her self-image and issues with, with being a public figure, that might prompt them to make a better decision. Also on the other end, and this cannot be stated enough, I love that it shows, it puts a mirror on the behavior aspect of it. It's not enough to say I've been bullied or people are harassing me online. She shares what they say. Even in the preview, I haven't watched a documentary yet, but in the preview, she showed the things that were said. And I think that's really, really important because just like she's helping the person struggling with mental illness, she's also putting a mirror to those that are contributing to the issue. So whether it is bullies, trolls, I think part of that social media etiquette, the same way there's cell phone etiquette, part of the social media etiquette is being aware of what is toxic. I'm I'm just being totally um, transparent when I say, I don't think everyone sees social media as toxic. They don't see what is the big deal about telling someone to go kill themselves online. It's no big deal. I'm just hiding behind a profile. And so as people like her publicize that behavior, society will change what they consider to be normal. The idea of being a troll would not be looked at favorably. The idea of telling someone that they're ugly or they should die or all those things, society will slowly shift and say, we, that accept that that behavior is not acceptable anymore. It used to be, you know, social media was new, but now we don't see that as acceptable behavior. And what her, um, what Jesse is, can, can do for people out there who maybe have had a history of trolling or being toxic to strangers as well as people that they know, it can be a wake up call. 
that, you know what, that wasn't right. You know what, maybe I do think that person is ugly, but there's no reason for me to post that online. There's nothing to gain from doing so. And so I I feel as if it's really important and it's wonderful that she's calling out people who um, engage in that behavior. And lastly, lastly, it's the, the bystander. So you have the person who is the victim. You have the one that is the bully. But in so many cases, so many cases, they're bystanders. They're onlookers. There are people around that may not be directly impacted but that can impact the situation. And by Jessie sharing what she's gone through and how it's impacted her life, her group, her family, so on and so forth, I'm hoping this can prompt, especially younger people, to step in when appropriate. So when your friend, if you're online and you're gaming together and the, the, you know, your, your friend is on there cursing out the other person, telling them they're stupid or, you know, calling them, uh, insulting them or whatever. I hope that it can also create a culture where we can step in and say, you know, chill out. You don't, you don't have to, you don't have to use that kind of language. Like we can be competitive, but you don't have to call them that. You don't have to say that. You don't have to do that. And so both all all three positions, we all are we all are one of those things at any given time. I hope that you're never always the victim or never always the bully or never always the bystander, but we all are one of those things at all times. And I think if if we really do our part, the victim has to speak up, the bully has to be held accountable. And the bystander must act. If we all do our part, we can really, really initiate change. And I, I appreciate Jesse for doing her part. We, we all can play a part. So that is all I will say for now. I will definitely, I will definitely be. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to watch her documentary and just learn more. As, as I said, I'm speaking as an outsider. I'm not this, I'm not a Little Mix fan per se, but I'm a fan of someone who is helping shed light on mental illness and the impact of bullying. So thank you for listening.